this I'm going to need you to talk me through. <laughs> <laughs> How could this possibly go? Yeah. You made yeah. me laugh and you've shit me up. This fucker sold me on this book so hard. There's a map at the beginning. I ain't reading it. This is boring. No, we don't talk about it. We completely and utterly fucking ignore it, <laughs> bastards. People out there are going, what the fuck? This is the stuff I want to hear from a podcast. <laughs> I fucking loved it. I thought it was brilliant. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Two Crones and a Book with your host Shell and... And your host Annette. Yay! Only a Yay! minor delay. We're getting better. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so this episode is a ramble and we are talking about our favourite narrators. Now this can be a narrator on a podcast but ideally we would want them from books was the aim. Mm-hmm. Um, Annette. Who are your favourite? I mean, you do a lot more audible than than I do, um, yeah. which I'm quite jealous of. But you you do. What, <laughs> even if sometimes you did did admit recently that you do them in one point two speed, some of them. <laughs> some of them. It depends on the voice. Depends. Who have you got? Who have you got on your list? Well, what I'm going to say is I really didn't start listening to audiobooks until we decided to do the podcast. Yeah. Because I just knew there was no way I was going to keep up. Mm. reading physical copies with you because you 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 are quite skilled at skimming and getting through the I can't do that <laughs> I, I read sleep. it probably <laughs> yeah and you don't sleep I love to sleep as much as physically possible <laughs> like preparing for the grave and whereas I may listen at uh 1.2 I probably read at minus 2.2 <laughs> that's just what you're comfortable with though isn't it you know that and that's it why is. I think that they're so cool yeah, so that's the bonus. So I've not really beforehand honestly listened to them. It's just these last couple of years that we've been okay. doing it. I will say my real sweet spot started, it was more, more not so much podcasting, but it was as pod, podcasts were beginning, my son was in nursery and I had to keep myself entertained, mm-hmm. you know, on, on the walks to nursery. Yeah. And I discovered a lot of like old time radio Oh, yeah. 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 So you can just picture it now. It is a crisp, cold autumn winter morning. Yeah. You've got that little breeze going. Yeah. You're all wrapped up warm and you've got the dulcet tones of uh, Mr. Nigel Bruce and Basil Rathbone in your ears. Yes. Reliving the stories of Sherlock Holmes. Yes. Cool. (laughs) They were good. They were so, so very 1940s, weren't they? Oh, very proper. (laughs) Very, very. But it it was fascinating when I found out more about it because they would literally be making the movie that week. Yeah finishing it and then going straight to a radio recording booth and just repeating the lines like there that Again. day <laughs> to, yeah to to release it alongside with the films or a little after yeah so it was and it was the fact that they could re- 
retain all that information. I mean, you can hear them fluff it a fair bit. Yeah, but that's what the makes charm. it. It does. It makes it really endearing. And to be honest, I never even thought of drinking sherry or port until I started listening <laughs> to these. Smoking a pipe. <laughs> it's true. Oh, but yeah, vocally, I mean, I don't think you could you could get any better versions of Sherlock Holmes and Doctor Watson yeah. than Nigel Bruce and Ra- Basil Rathbone. I will disagree slightly. <gasps> oh my God! Go on. For me. And we're going to totally digress now. Like we normally do. For me, the best Sherlock Holmes ever was Jeremy Brett. Oh, no, that's... I'm talking audibly for me, listening to, you know, mm. I can't think of anyone else. Television film-wise, Jeremy Brett, that's who we grew up with, baby. That's the man. Yeah, and he, it was even in his, his tones, he had that utter detached arrogance didn't he you know like it was just like yeah you're just you're totally not with it are you you're totally ignoring anything else that's not relevant but i'm i'm pulling away yes basil rathbone i do love instantly did you ever see the film where he played a serial killer which one was that one i think i did i can't think of the i can't, can't remember the what it was called it, but it was awesome oh i have to rewatch that i just i love basil rathbone and yeah. what what a name it's awesome, isn't it? I wonder what his real name was. I can't remember. Don't put me on the spot. Look, I'm sorry. I'm ruining it now. I'm ruining it. I'm going to shut up. Go on. Keep going. Love it. Love your choice completely. Oh, thank you. And then um, further to that as well, there's also the Edgar Allan Poe stories done by Rathbone and Vincent Price. Mm. I mean, there again is another voice. And The Price of Fear. I don't know if you've ever listened to those. Of course I've listened to The Price of Fear. <laughs> If she could slap me through this camera, she would. <laughs> but no, I'm constantly banging on about any opportunity mm. to recommend listening to those. Oh, to 100%. anybody. And they were creepy as fuck. They I mean, the one were. with the blind guy. Oh, my days. Don't even. I don't want to spoil them for you because I want everyone to discover them for themselves because they're just... It, it's just insane somewhere in the mid-70s that Vincent Price did these <laughs> series of stories for the BBC on the radio. It's like, how does not the... I mean, the, I thought the weirdest thing, I have a Vincent Price cookery book. <laughs> That's just, it's class, isn't it? It's just class. <laughs> if I could get my hands on the... Because, you know, he had an ITV cooking show. No, did he? He did. Yeah, and that's what what my cookbook's from. But you, but the the footage is so awful because it you know yeah. wasn't taken care of the bits that you can yeah. find online. But what I wouldn't give for a crystal clear copy of that. <laughs> wish list, wish list. It is. <laughs> if anybody out there can find it, I think it was Cooking with Price. I think it was called. Just off the top Legend. of my head because I'm not going downstairs now. I'm too lazy. Uh, <laughs> But yes, if anyone can find that for me or, or, or get that sorted, that would be lovely. Right. So anyway, then I would say, obviously, then as I got into the audiobooks, a yep. big one was one you shared with me, which was Stephen Weber reading it. Yes. He yeah. is so good. I mean, for when you see the size of the book alone, let alone the amount of hours you're going to have to invest listening to this. Yeah, you needed someone good. Yeah, you need someone who could carry that story. And he was beyond... But you cannot think of anyone else reading that book to you. No. Than Stephen Webber. I wouldn't want anyone no. else to try. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> yeah. 
do us all a favor just leave it to him uh yeah <laughs> i mean you sent it to me i to be honest I, I wasn't ready to digest it but then um i was listening to um test pattern which is our friend tab's old podcast and they yep. were doing it so i thought right stuff it now's the time i've got the chance and that was the f- i think that's the first audiobook i ever listened to was it <laughs> yeah I went I in hard <laughs> yeah you went epic no little bite <laughs> size for you no hell no <laughs> um then i would say my more recent ones probably mark gattis i like mm-hmm. a lot i like listening to him that's a mixture of books and podcasts from the man in black but he's also he does a lot of classic ghost stories like dickensian ones and um dracula i mean that's a man who was born to read dracula as well i just love it uh and then most recently and i can't believe i've never listened to him do anything it was our first ever episode and it was listening to richard e grant doing jekyll and hyde yeah, I think he's so underrated. Oh, I mean, that was like, it was like listening to Liquid Velvet. It really <laughs> was like, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> I want to eat chocolate and wear purple. What's going on? It's luxurious. <laughs> oh no, he's so talented. But I know I've said a lot of men there. Now, the reason I've, I've mostly gone for those, they have these very, as I say, rich tones. Yes. Very commanding voices. But I wanted to point out two female narrators that we've listened to. And it got kind of, they take me to the opposite end of the scale. First yeah. being Penny Scott Andrews, who read Babalanka. And, yeah, uh, she was good. She was very good. And uh, Natalie Buscombe, who did the corset. Yes, I read that. I didn't listen to that, so I'll have to take your word. But I remember you saying at the time that she was absolutely brilliant at getting the two different characters very yes. clear. So, this is this is the thing with with the men. As I said, the men are these big, verbose, beautiful yeah. voices. Apart from Weber, who was who, who's a lovely journey. These two ladies, it's more the subtlety of their performances. Yeah, yeah. It is how you can have two characters from the same age same era in one space and have completely different voices without it being cartoony yeah yeah the the inflections are so subtle you don't realize it at first you know it just like that's the same person but you know <laughs> how can it be yeah no it's like whoa it's not like going from up high to down low it's not that yeah you, you know when even when they're doing the voice of a of a male character it's not heavy-handed yes yeah and i just think it's it's oh the beauty in that subtlety so yeah though i mean i love all of those mm. good choices thank you very much i was get i did have one more but i'm gonna save that for another time <laughs> if, we, if, we, if we ask another question another time <laughs> okay sit on that one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway i have um banged praise on a bunch of people for far too long now it's your turn <laughs> oh no i'm as always not as prepared <laughs> um you're talking about stephen king you, you reminded me actually have you ever listened to the reading of thinner 
uh, by no, Stephen King. because I, I really hated that movie, so I haven't read the book and I haven't listened to it. It's a nice size book. You should give it a go. And it's it's read by, uh, I, I never get his name right, Joe Mantega, M-A-N-T-E-G-N-A. He does a, a lot of TV stuff. If you if you looked at him, you'd know exactly who I meant. Um, and he, he does it really, really well. Um, but yeah, so that was a side note. Cause she said Stephen King. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, is is that the, the muscly fella with the beard and moustache? Joe Magnanella. It doesn't have a moustache. No, he normally plays gangsters. Okay. Oh, and... yep, yep. No, no. I know who you mean now. Yep, yep. It's, it's. Yeah, I know who you mean now. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do, yeah. No, it's 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 um bad surname dysmorphia. <laughs> bad in our case, not their case. Their their surnames are fantastic. It's just our doolally heads trying to our brains. Yeah. Yeah. Was it Magadadada or Madajujuju? Oh, yes. I know which one you mean now. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and that's why I always spell it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just to be so because um, we're terrible. It, it's a product of. <laughs> Of our education in the UK. <laughs> yeah, just blame the education system. I'm, I blame I'm up the for education. That. Yes, when you come out of a system that was all about grammar and then it completely changed when nobody knew how to teach it. That's our problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one knew about phonetics. We were not taught phonetically. No, and I, I've got little like, little nieces and nephews, and when they sound stuff out, it really fucks with my brain. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> Yeah, like he'll go, he'll, he'll go to me, uh, it, uh, 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 and then say the word, and I'm like, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> it's, it's an A, darling. Or if he's asking you to spell something, you go like, I don't know, it's M A, and he goes, what sounds are they? I'm like, I don't know, it's M A, <laughs> and it makes me feel really inefficient and useless to him. Um, <laughs> I know. I I worked at a nursery once where one of the girl. I I mean, we were born seventy nine. One this girl was born in eighty six, and yep. we were doing the alphabet for the children. But she did the alphabet completely phonetically. So that abacusada. Are you okay? Are you all right, darling? Do you need a drink? Do you need to sit down? <laughs> yeah, my, my brain hurts. <laughs> yeah. So this. Long way around to saying this is why we struggle with words a lot in this podcast. We don't want to be insulting, but we're rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> but we own it. Yes. Well, we're fuck it forties. Fuck it forties. <laughs> cool. No, good okay. Choices. So, yes. Anyway, back to you. <laughs> so, um. I I absolutely love listening to Penelope Keith. Oh, there's a lovely voice. Yeah, I mean, um, she's probably not very well known outside of the UK, but she's kind of like TV royalty um, over in the UK. Yeah. Not so much now, but she did something called The Good Life. And with she's Richard just... Briars, yeah. Yeah, with Richard Briers, and she's done some other stuff. She, I mean, to the manor born, um, where she is this posh lady, and her husband dies, and she hasn't got any money, so she has to sell the estate and then live on a bit of the grounds. And all she does is, yeah, I think it's a, a bit of a, a bit of rough who buys it, 
and yes. you know she's she's old school and she says this is not acceptable darling and <laughs> it's just it's so funny but her she's just got this absolutely gorgeous tone of voice to listen to so much so that I listen to her read a collection of books that I normally wouldn't and which is the Agatha Rayson books don't know if you've ever listened to any of them oh I've heard of them but I've never listened to them they're like wannabe Miss Marples, really, mm, in a modern-day yeah. setting. Um, and I wouldn't normally go near them mm. because I'm a fan of Agatha Christie and Patricia Wentworth, yes. and I think if it's not done well, blah, blah, blah. But because it's her, it was enough to make me to, to listen to them. Um, so she's one. The other, my, I was thinking about some of my favourite listens. The other favourite listen was proper, proper old school like you. I went old school was Orson Welles when he did War of the Worlds. Oh, I listened to that on a Halloween night when they aired it in full. Not the actual night. I'm not that <laughs> I was just going to go, oh my God, you've time warped. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the, the, the BBC replayed the thing in its entirety. Yeah. And I sat lying there on the couch and it's like, I can kind of see why people freaked out. <laughs> it was done so well, wasn't it? Because, I mean, it, anyone who hasn't listened to it, it literally, it starts with like a, a band playing. Yeah, so it's just like a, a regular Friday yeah. night, big band and then night. All of a sudden, it's and we we interrupt this broadcast, and you could I like you, I could totally get in in that era when you had the radio was your source of information. You know, most people yeah. wouldn't have had TVs and stuff like that. It, it yeah, it was it was really good. It's quite chilling. Absolutely love it. So that and he's got one of those voices that just yeah. soothes you. He also did. Um, I was going to say podcast, but of course, in that day, it wasn't podcast. It was radio shares. Oh, time did... radio. <laughs> That's it. The Black Museum. Did you ever listen to those which are based on pieces of evidence within Scotland Yard? No, but I have heard of it. And I'm writing this down now to remind myself and go, look. It was so cool. So for anyone out of the UK, the Scotland Yard are... You know, they're, they're, well, you probably know Scotland Yard because of, of Sherlock Holmes and things like that. Yeah. And in old Scotland Yard, there was something that was known as the Black Museum. And it's where they kept key pieces of evidence which were never released to the public um, for various reasons, were not to be destroyed. Mm. Um, and he basically, each show was about a bit of evidence that was held within there and he made a dramatisation about it. I knew, so, I'd heard about but I, I didn't go in depth to actually what it was about, but I have heard it referenced a lot. It's pretty, pretty cool. Um, oh. Like the ones about it. And he does the night of the murder or whatever it was. It was it was quite good. Um, so Ooh, there was that one. Hello, Winter Walks. <laughs> Honestly, if you can get hold of them, they're, they're pretty cool. Um, so that that's probably my man. Mr. Vincent Price, Price of Evil, you, you've said. It just goes yeah. without saying, doesn't it? It's Mr. Yeah. Cool. Um, my ultra, ultra favourite is a lady called Annie Aldington. Mm. Now, she narrates a lot of Martina Cole books. Oh, okay. And Martina Cole is a UK uh, crime writer. Mm. If you don't know her, she is up there with Linda LaPlante. She is absolutely legend. You should you definitely check her out. Her yeah. stuff is generally focused around women. Um, just as a side note, the thing with Martina Cole that makes her so cool is she used to go and drink with prostitutes um, to do research and, and crime 
lords, ladies, families. So her mm. stuff is is quite close to to the bone, but she's generally got uh, strong female leads within her books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, she's they're, they're they're all a bit a bit of rough, a bit of rumble with her characters. Um, normally from the East End or South London stuff like that. And there's this lady called Annie Aldington, and the first time I listened to her do a Martina Cole book, she did The Goodnight Lady, top recommendation. Goodnight Lady by Martina Cole, anyone who hasn't. It's a commitment, but it's good. <laughs> and she started off by going, I can't even do it justice, but this was the, the gist of it. She starts off by going, and this is The Goodnight Lady by Martina Cole, read by Annie Aldington. Right? So you're all yeah. lined up, and then all of a sudden it goes... Chapter one. You fucking cunt. Come here. I'm going to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> and it's such, such this dramatic switch. From, you know, chapter one. I can't. <laughs> it's just absolute legends. Um, let me see if well, there's a sample on Audible. But she, it, it threw me and it stuck in my head so much. And I'm like, no, that woman is legend. She also does some Linda Laplante, um, um, some other crime writers as well. But it, it's, she does a lot of Martina Cole. Let's have a look. I mean, honestly, we could do a whole entire podcast of Michelle getting me to go back and watch all the old, like, crime dramas that I'd never watched. She's already got me started. <laughs> we could just do a whole other podcast, though, honestly. Yeah. So I've got you a sample. This, this is Annie Aldington, and this is from the... Good night, lady. It's for copyright purposes. This is the sample on Audible, so I'm I'm not doing anything I shouldn't. It was so very cold. She could feel the earthy dampness beneath the mattress with every movement of her aching back. She shifted position slightly and looked at the children huddled around the dying fire. That's the gist of it. I did skip through that, but when you so that's her in character. Yeah. But when she starts it, she goes very proper. Chapter one. Yeah. <laughs> So she, she's my all-time favourite, um, I think, out of, of all of them. But it's so hard, isn't it? Because there's so many good ones out there. I mean, my brain as well, when you said about Edgar Allan Poe, have you heard Christopher Walken read The Raven? <laughs> is it like fully Christopher Walken? It is legit Christopher Walken reading <laughs> The Raven. It's absolute <laughs> legend. <laughs> you know... Everyone listening to this right now is like, that is a bit of me. They're on there now. I know what I'm listening to after this episode. Christopher Walken doing Edgar Allan Poe. Honestly, I was so impressed. Just see if I can find it. Um, Okay, extract. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube, everybody. But listen, here we go. Isn't that Never legend? <laughs> Never more. <laughs> Never more. It's, it's like Edgar Allan Poe goes gangster. <laughs> I love it. Because he, do, he does it at a very quick pace as well. And you, you're just like, yeah. <laughs> oh, that is my ringtone. I'm never going to answer my phone. <laughs> 
it's it's on YouTube. So um, I'll see if I can put a link in the description field. But yeah, you should check it out. It's awesome. <laughs> it's absolutely awesome. If you don't put a link in, it's fucking criminal. <laughs> I will try my hardest to put a link in. Absolutely. Oh it's legend, isn't it? <laughs> I've gone completely. <laughs> where would you, you know, on what planet would you think? I know. We're going to get him to read this. I know. It was. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only way you'd coming up with that bad boy. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean Christopher Walken is um he's just a legend in his own oh right, my isn't god. he? <laughs> he is beyond. Oh my god, that! <laughs> <laughs> I am shooketh. Well, anyway, you should check it out if I successfully put the link in the description. But we'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you need a visual, just picture me doubled over in pain from laughter. <laughs> And just going into every room. Never more. <laughs> <laughs> that love, will you go and get the bottle out of the fridge? Never more. <laughs> Take out the room. You're going to be going Never to more. listen to it now, though, aren't you? I am. He's going to get so many listens just from me. <laughs> be like kids watching unboxing videos is me going to be listening to that <laughs> over and over. <laughs> well... Anyway, they're, they're my top ones. I mean, I'm choking now. Look, I've made you laugh now. I'm choking. The other one that's an honourable mention. Let's try and stay on track in it. The other one that's an honourable mention. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> that's going to be your tagline. Poor Andy's going to come home and you are going to go, never more. And he's going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> You've been talking to her again, haven't you? <laughs> Great, so. <laughs> <laughs> the other one that's a, a really good mention, and I don't know what they are like in general, but they narrated The Dark Tower for Stephen King. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, and his name is George Goodall, G-U-I-D-A-L-L, back to our British education, apologies. Um, and it, the reason he's worth a mention is not only does he give such a fantastic tone that you feel like you're 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 in that moment he's really good at getting you to visualize the characters and that's really subtle with his his, mm-hmm. his tones but i recognize him um i recognize him i recommend him <laughs> i recognize, I recognize him. it's you never more Oops. never more <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh, yeah so caffeine that's... in this i think the caffeine's gone to my head <laughs> that that's my lot Fabulous. I love it. That was so much fun. <laughs> now, hopefully you'll be able to click in the link and you can listen to The Raven, by, read by Christopher Walken. Oh, it needs to be done. We all need to be listening to this. <laughs> Let's get them numbers bumped up. See if we can get some more out of it. <laughs> Come on, guys. We can do this. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, that was pretty cool, wasn't it? Yeah, that was fun. I love that one. Good that you know it's a good one. That you just cried. You know it's a good one when I've got happy tears. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, yeah. I guess I guess on that note, it's a rapid decline, isn't it? It's the dope dopamine's wear off. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Time to go back to bed, ladies. (laughs) Yeah, time time for a cup of tea and a nap. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah. Cool. Let us know who your favourites are. Yeah, please do. Please get in contact with us with the uh, usual places. You can email us still at two crones podcast or two crones and a book podcast. Two crones podcast. The email will be in the description field. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you can also find us on TikTok, Instagram, and sometimes on Facebook. <laughs> it's, not, it's not very busy on that one. <laughs> and but I we take part try. In- yeah, and Annette leads on all of those, so I couldn't tell you what's busy and what's not. <laughs> Praise to all Annette. My tic- all my TikTokers out there. <laughs> I'm so cool. <laughs> the TikTok. <laughs> I like the tickety tock. <laughs> awesome. Well, in okay. that case, we will love and leave you, and we will see you next time when hopefully we'll be doing a review. Yay. All right, guys. Take care.